Welcome to Co-Creation Station with Colin and Stephanie, a podcast about the law of attraction, the art of allowing, spiritual magic, and how to enjoy this strange and miraculous journey we call life. Thanks so much for tuning in. Now here are your hosts, Colin and Stephanie. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Co-Creation Station, the podcast where we talk about the law of attraction, the art of allowing, spiritual magic, the mind-body-spirit connection, and how to best enjoy this mystical, miraculous, mysterious, crazy, sometimes confounding, but always incredible journey we call life. Uh, My name is Colin. I'm a teacher, tarot, oracle card reader, and I'm also a singer and guitarist in the rock band Red Treasure, and I'm located in beautiful, and it is sunny again, sunny North Hollywood, California. My name is Stephanie Orlina, and I am a transformational life coach, and I help people shift away from negative thinking, and it transforms their lives. And I am in San Diego, California, and it's very cloudy today. Mm, yeah, I know you guys had some rain this week as well. I think we did too here in uh, the San Fernando Valley. Uh, we want to thank you for listening to our podcast. If you're listening to us on the audio version on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Overcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we want to thank you for watching us. If you're watching us on the Co-Creation Station YouTube channel, we want to thank you so much for liking us, following us, subscribing to us, giving us a review. Um, all of these things help other people find the show, and we're very grateful to you for that. Um, each week, we start our discussion from a different jumping-off point. And this week, our jumping-off point uh, is provided by Stephanie. <laughs> the reason why I was laughing is because I was we, before we pushed record. I'm like, you know, Colin, I want to talk about. And you're like, wait a minute. And then I see the little button. Because I've recording. done this long enough. Like, even your intro is going to be like part of this. It's like we're going to have to repeat that once we start the. Podcast. No, that was that was really good. You just threw me. I didn't expect that. I'm like, oh wait, what, what, wait. That was awesome. Because we did so, some, We kind of officially finished friend time. Uh, which we almost never do. Like usually it's like friend, there's this gray zone where we, yeah, we're yeah. in friend time, but we actually started the podcast and we have to repeat the last five minutes of what we do. Right, right. So I wanted so, to like have a Yeah, that was, that was sweet. Right. <laughs> good on you. So I want to talk about how we work against ourselves by being logical. Ooh. And and okay. I, can't, I can't relate to that. Though. I know, I, I know, know, right? I was gonna like, oh, this is weird. <laughs> Colin's gonna have to dig deep for this one. <laughs> um, and how speaking against. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and how I'm glad that landed with you. <laughs> And how speaking against what we want and how that doesn't serve us. Yeah. And and we do that all the time. Oh, and then I put, and the only one who needs to believe in whatever it is, is ourselves. Mm. That is the key to manifesting. Mm. The key, mm. <laughs> the, the believing, belief is the key to manifestation. So... I want to, I want to talk about all that today. <laughs> you all think you could talk about that for half an hour or so? Uh, Is that enough for you? I know. <sighs> we could just take the one, like the first. So let's just run down well, I the think list. That's great. I love that. and But I think they are very related. Um, yeah, for me. I mean, obviously, everything I said just now was a sarcastic joke because this is like my primary... I think one of my primary struggles with 
repaving the the neural pathways of my brain, retraining myself, re-educating myself to how things really work with the universe, the law of attraction, the art of allowing versus, you know, what I came into adulthood thinking from my upbringing. Um, yeah, because I feel like I, I just thought everything was like this direct, obvious, logical cause and effect. <laughs> if I want to allow you know, $1,000 to come into my life, I have to fig a figure it all out by myself, how I'm going to get the $1,000 and I have to go do it all by myself. That's only because that's it. what we were taught, right? Yeah. It's not, yeah. not, it's not because it's true. No. Cause it's actually not true. It's not. <clears throat> it's it can only, be, but it's it, not. Okay. That's what I say. No. That, okay. That's thank you for pointing that out. Cause as I was saying it, I'm like, well, no, that's not true either. It, it is true. And this is true as well. Like yeah. there's so many, I, I love, um, there's so many roads to the same destination. Mm -hmm. And I always like, you know, like take what you like and leave the rest. Mm -hmm. If something doesn't work for you, something doesn't land, it's okay to not do it. Cause there's like right. a bajillion other ways to get there. Right. There's just find what works for you and then do it. Yeah. Um, so. <sighs> but I think the thing, one of the things Julia Cameron in the book, the artist's way, which I've, read a couple of times and done it's like a workbook where you do stuff i know it's fabulous yeah. she she has this quote in there that um i mean there's many great quotes in that book but one of them is that um she's talking about when people have a desire to create art in in whatever level in whatever form like somebody just wants to paint again like they painted when they were a little kid they'd like to paint again but for some reason they're blocked you know they have a job yeah. they have children they're married right you know, they have uh, social obligations, whatever, and they, you know, they can't seem to give themselves permission. And she talks about one of the things that people think about when they think about like, you know, I would like to draw or I'd like to learn how to play guitar. Or I'd like to write a song or something. I'd like to go act in a play. And A, they immediately jump to like, well, am I telling the world I want to make money at that? And then the second thing is they start thinking about the odds of them making it. Mm -hmm. And she says something like, I wish I had the direct quote, but it's like thinking about statistics for artists is like drinking emotional poison. Oh. <laughs> and I just feel like to your point about logic, it doesn't make any logical sense. Like if you, if you're purely basing yourself on logic, like I want a secure financial future and you look at statistics, like, well, what's the most statistically, um, you know, secure financial profession? You know, it's, it's not going to be acting, uh, you know, making yeah. a musician, anything like yeah. that, you know, yeah. and yet, yeah. and yet we have a world filled with amazingly talented musicians, singers, actors, painters, yeah. you know, who make abundant mm -hmm. livings, you know, at this thing but if you purely look at statistics if everybody just purely looked at logic when they were picking a career we wouldn't have any filmmakers we wouldn't have any poets we wouldn't have any uh yeah. you know novel yeah. writers we wouldn't right. have any of that because when you look yeah. at the logic of it um you know logically it would it would be better to do something else but what all of you know what those people do is they they follow their heart over logic and your, our hearts are aligned with our inner self, yeah. our higher purpose, yeah. you know, yeah. and yeah. So, so, okay. So let's talk about how, how we work against ourselves by being yeah. logical. Like, 
you know, this kind of happened to me this week and I was sharing with someone about something that I am practicing believing that it's true and I have my doubt about it yet I'm practicing believing and and logic, this person like wanted to know the logics of it. Well, no, give me like the, you know, the true facts, let's say, the reality. And um, And so I did, yet when I thought about that situation later on that night I, and the next morning, I was like, you know what? The only one who needs to believe it is myself. Yeah. And, and that's been kind of my journey is coming to believe. Yeah. And we've talked about this before. Like there are certain things I just believe. And I think we all have those things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love Abraham Hicks, um, Abraham, who is channeled through Esther Hicks and um, their spiritual teachings, is that um, <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Shit! <laughs> um, yeah, I don't remember what was going. On. Well, you were talking about you were talking about um, you know how do we get in our own way? Like how do we use logic to get in our own way? Well, yeah, I don't remember what it was, but um, but the only one that needs to believe it is is oh me. yeah, you were talking about you that, know yeah. like like it's irrelevant what anyone else believes. Yeah, what's important is do I believe it, or even if even if um, even if I don't really believe it, but practicing the vibration of it. Yeah, you know, like there was something that I you know something I've been wanting for a long time, and I was like. You know, it's getting to be that push, you know, like up against the wall kind of thing. I'm like, okay. And so I, I put, you know, we had talked about affirmations before. I put the affirmation in my phone. And I, I started listening to a med- meditation that had to do with this particular, oh, let's just say it. Fuck it. I'm not going to. It's money, like to be financially abundant, like extremely wealthy. And so I started listening to Abraham's financial well-being um, meditation it's like 15 minutes long I'm like you know what I'm just gonna listen to this every morning it's gonna become my part of my meditation or my meditation and then um and she says Abraham says so many things in there and in my head I'm thinking yeah no 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 you know that's not you know I have so much doubt you know beliefs that don't serve me and then so this was the end of I want to say this was around Thanksgiving of 2021 and, uh, and then I got to a point, maybe a month or two in, I'm like, you know what, Steph, I'm going to keep doing this until it happens. I think the critical role is just, Oops, sorry. And, um, and so, and then after a few months, then I put in my phone, um, I am wealthy. So like my, my, mm. in my phone alarms, I put, I am wealthy. And so I've like, you know, Abraham talks about the whole, um, 17 seconds and then 90 90 seconds you know 108 seconds it's like um after 17 seconds law of attraction kicks in and gives us another thought like after that you one thought focus on something right yeah yeah so if seconds. i if we were talking about if i was telling you a story or something after i'm 17 seconds into it 17 seconds into it then another thought about that thing will kick mm-hmm. in um because law of attraction is responding to what i'm saying and thinking mm-hmm. And so I'm like, okay, I'll do it. I'll say it for and and anything around that for hundred. So for one minute and eight seconds. And as I'm doing this, I'm thinking, no, I'm not. You know, my logical, my logical mind is saying, no, you're not. You've never been. You can't. How? Blah blah blah. 
So now we're in, what are we in now? We're in April of 2022. And, and what's happened between November of 2021 and April of 2022 is I have softened my resistance around that. I can say it now and I can feel it in my body. And so that is practicing the vibration. So I've been practicing vibration of it. What it's done is it's softened my doubt, worry, fear, my how. Mm. And so the logical, right? The logical part is like, well, how? And yeah. now, I've, I'm, now I'm like, I don't know how. Like God's going to yeah. show me how. I don't know how. I mean, there's so many things that have happened that none of us have known how or even if it was possible. And yet we... You know what's weird, though? One thing I'd like to hear your your take on is, so why do... I mean, maybe it's not important, but I'm, I'm fascinated by this. Because I feel like where I get tripped up is one of the places where it, it, it's evident that I'm getting tripped up is like when I tell somebody I want to do something, I'm going, you know, I intend to do something that is fun or, or, you know, maybe people feel like it's hard to do or whatever. And somebody, somebody else says, well, how are you going to do that? So this, okay. So I this feel is... like we pressure each other into logic, you know, a lot of times, like we pressure, like a lot of people, but she's doing it. He, she, that person is doing it to themselves and then they're doing it to someone else. Like, like however, the person asking how you're saying is exactly like it originates within. Yeah. Um, so not only are they, you're saying we do it to each other, but first we do it to ourselves and then we do it to others. Yeah. Like someone is, you know, I've, I remember that thing of like, Oh my God, that person's so mean. You know, how could they act? And then I'm like, oh, you know, pray for them. Like, oh my God, bless them. Because if they're outwardly that mean to someone, what are they doing? They're with themselves 24 seven. Like, yeah. what are they thinking and how are they feeling and behaving toward themselves? Because yeah. I can't be loving to myself and then mean to someone. They're, they're just two yeah. different um, things. And so when someone... And, and obviously they're hurting. Like that's the other thing that I know too, is like when someone's like angry or outwardly, like they're hurting, like underneath, what does they say underneath fear? When someone's angry underneath that is like pain. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I just I, wonder like why, because I feel like some people would defend themselves. Like the person asking, well, how are you, you know, like, what, what do you want to do? Well, I want to be, you know, I'm, I'm going to move to LA and I want to be an actor. And they're like, well, how are you going to make it? I feel like that person would sometimes defends themselves. The person asking how says, well, I'm just trying to help this person. Like, I'm not sure they know what they're getting into. Like, I want them to, right. yeah. I, I love my friend. I want them to be successful. Right. Like, I don't want them to do something self-destructive. Yeah. Like, maybe yeah. yeah, I hear what you're saying. <laughs> There's good intentions with that how. Mm-hmm. Um. But it all goes back to, I remember hearing Abraham say that um, Jerry Hicks, which is Esther's husband, who mm-hmm. was a, a big component of bringing Abraham's t- teachings yeah. to, you know, the, the world, basically. It didn't start off that way. It was just a handful of business people that they shared it with because it was so bizarre. Her channeling, like what? Yeah. Um, <laughs> said, you know, they, he was he was in business and he would try to 
help others who were trying to do this business to become wealthy. And so he would teach people how to do it. He would teach them what he had learned and worked so well for him because he went literally from six figures to seven figures of annual income. And he said, you know, I was able to help a couple of people, but most people, they just couldn't. They just, you know, for whatever reason. But one of the things he would teach people, and I think he wrote a paper on it. I've tried to find it. and I can't find it anywhere is keep your ideas to yourself until they're they're really strongly rooted and planted within you like your belief system is so strong that if someone you were to share it with someone that their doubt fear how whatever wouldn't um compromise how you feel about your dream yeah and um and i really that was the other thing that because i think sometimes when I bring up a topic, I want to be validated mm-hmm. or I want people to agree with me or what have you. And I realize like, it's like, Oh my God, Steph, like everybody's coming with their own beliefs, yeah. with their experiences, with their fears, with their worries and doubts and, and their own, like, well, how, you know, all of that. And I'm like, Oh my God, like, how can you, like, if where you're at in your life and you're still struggling with this, you don't think other people are too? How are they going to help you? Like, I think that's one thing that trips people up a lot. I know it's tripped me up a lot is in, in the process of trying to form confidence in a, in a vision or a dream or, or something that somebody really wants to bring into the life or do or whatever that they think might be really hard or, you know, might involve a lot of struggle or whatever. Um, I feel like we get tripped up on this thing of, like that we're looking for an object, you know, some sort of outside of ourselves, but objective opinion, like, like people who want to be, I'm sorry to keep using this example, but it's like, it's been a huge part of my life. So it's a lot of my experience, but like some people want to be actors or people want to be musicians or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, and I've had this fantasy as a musician, like, I just wish like God would come down and tell me like, Am I talented enough to make it in the music industry? Because if he says oh yes, my God. then I'm going to go for it. If he says no, Colin, you've actually messed up. Wait a minute. Um, but no, hold on. Let me finish because I just want to say. So I think a lot of people are going around looking for that kind of thing. And then if somebody else speaks with what feels like authority on that subject to them, and, and it could be anybody. It could be somebody in the music industry or the, the film industry, but also it could be like their mom or their drama teacher from high school or just their best friend. And they they their fear is that that person saying, man, I think that might be really rough. I'm not sure you want to do that. Or are you, are you sure? How are you going to do that? Like that they mistake that as some sort of, oh, I'm just me, but my friend or my teacher or this person in the business they have an objective view and they can see that I may not be good enough for whatever. And what we don't realize is there's no such thing as an objective reality that comes from one other person. Every person, no matter what their function is or, or their experience or whatever, is has their filter of yeah. their yeah. life. Everything yeah. they say is based on what they've experienced. Yeah. And so you can you can talk to somebody and think that they have like you know the answer yeah, but like yeah. the the scary reality is we only ourselves have you said this like we're the only ones that have our answers and yet lots of people feel comfortable walking around and telling other people yeah. what they think their answer ought to be yeah. you know yeah 
Yeah, and I and I think you know there's so many things that I have put inside my vortex, my energetic vortex. I don't even remember all of yeah. them. Like how it's like I don't think it's humanly possible to know them all. Yeah. And so how am I I don't even know everything that's so good in there that's going to possibly happen throughout my life. How yeah. the heck is someone else going to know those things? Cuz they don't even know have that information for themselves. Yeah. And so the only one who really knows is my higher self, spirit. And then I don't even know if I could put that even on law of attraction. Like law of attraction doesn't know. It is just responding to, right. you know, vibration. So I, I almost feel like sometimes people treat the law of attraction like a, a person, you know, like, like what I was just talking about. It's like, yeah. well, I visualized it for a lot and it didn't happen. So I guess I'm not supposed to be doing that. And I'm like, law of attraction is just like a, it's, it's things it's get a, bounced off a, of. It's not yeah, like a judge. It's a, it's a, <laughs> it, right. It's yeah. And, and if we characterize it at it or, you know, whatever, it's, yeah. it's, it's not deciding, it's just responding. Yeah. I think you really helped me see that in, in the course of this podcast because early on you were very specific when I would confuse the art of allowing, which is sort of a, a set of things we can do to work with the law of attraction for the best right. with right. the actual law of attraction. Cause I think I was doing that in the beginning. I was saying, well, the law of attraction won't let you blah, blah, blah. The law of attraction uh, will yeah, yeah. come back at you yeah, with this. Yeah. And you would always be like, the law of attraction is just going to reflect back to you exactly whatever you're vibrating at. Like it doesn't, yeah. it's, it doesn't go, well, gee, does Colin deserve this? Well, I guess yeah, yeah, it it's doesn't, not a person. It's like no, gravity. It's, it's like you jump yeah, off the exactly. building and you fall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's not like, yeah. well, should Colin fall? It's like, yeah, no. uh, uh, yeah. yeah. It's just responding. Um, there was a great story I wanted to share from, and I was, I was looking up the, uh, the author here. Um, Greg McCown wrote this book called Essentialism, which I love when I read it. Um, and he has the, the great, he has a great story in the beginning of the book, which is like how he came to his field of writing books and kind of thinking about the working world and in a different way and everything. And he's like, one day he was in law school. Uh, I think he was in his second year of law school in England. And he was just really, on, you know, having a moment of a low moment. So he made a list of all the things that he really wanted to do in life. And without kind of like judging, he just was like, blah, blah, blah. and then he like read over the list. <laughs> And he was like, the thing that jumped up at him was that not anything that was on the list, but the fact that law school, which was his entire life at that point, it was consuming him. He had to stay up reading, you know, law books all night. He was in school all day, you know, studying for exams all weekend. Law school was not on the list. Wow. And he realized that, very that like, telling. I mean, he takes responsibility for him making the decisions, but he yeah. was like so many people as I was going up through school talked me into the logic of being a lawyer. Yeah. It's like there's job security, yeah. you have different options, you could yeah. be you could teach in law school, you could be a lawyer, you could yeah. be a legal advisor to a company. Mm -hmm. Like there's people are always needing legal advice so that you know and, and we just want to say that's okay. Of, we we also want to say that's okay for those of you who are out there who have done it or thinking of doing or supporting yeah. other that's okay. Yeah. No, like if you want to be a lawyer, that's cool. But what he did, what he realized though, was he never wanted to be a lawyer ever. <laughs> but, he, 
but people wow. just presented him with yeah. the logic so much and yes. he was so susceptible to logic right that he was like oh, i guess it just makes sense to go to law school and he his thing was i never asked myself mm. i never made this list before i never mm. asked myself what do i want to do you know? oh that's, and that's beautiful when i you know people I because i'm you know, a musician who has also done work on the side very consistently throughout my music career. I've usually almost always had like a job that's not music while I've been a musician. People talk to me about that a lot because a lot of people who want to be professional musicians, like they get a very limited side job and they devote a lot of their time to music. And they yeah. ask me like, you know, how does that work? And you know, does that, does that really work? And I'm like, mm -hmm. I think the thing about it for me is that it allows me to not it allows me to not have to put the pressure on my music that of those those voices from yeah. you know my you know family and teachers and all these you know the, the media right. and everything like yeah. i don't have to reach some finish line of financial you know uh whatever um, in order to be a musician, I, I have, because I have this other job yeah, yeah. most of the time, um, right. you know, I can just sort of show up and do that. And I think that's what people, I think a lot of people take like a regular nine to five job and they feel like that has to be their life, whether they, whether they enjoy it or chose it or not, like that, right. they don't deserve to go do something else. And it's right. like, where did you get that idea? Like, that's right. just a belief. Like that's not, yeah. and it's not yeah. true. Yeah. You know? Well, and I, I like Abraham's. Like a thought is just a belief. You've thought often over enough over that it became yeah. a belief. Yeah. A thought is just a belief. Yeah. Um, and so then the other part of this is, um, and then speaking against what we want and how that doesn't mm. serve us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you oh know, going, <laughs> going back a, to, to the whole yeah, logical like, thing. Yeah, this is you know? a... A mental pandemic that I, I I just it drives me crazy because um, people will just constantly and, yeah, and I'm, but gu Colin, I'm guilty let's, of it too but but I and I, and let's think about let's just talk about that like how you and yeah. I do that how yeah, I yeah, do yeah. that to myself how you because yeah we can go off onto the weeds about what others mm -hmm. are doing but I really yeah. want to like how is it hurting me. Like, yeah. where do I do it and how is it hurting me and how can I switch, how can I shift that paradigm so that it serves mm -hmm. me? Yeah. Because I'm, I'm the only one that's ever stopping me from having anything and everything I want. Yeah. Because each and every one of us can be, do, and have anything and everything we want. Mm -hmm. Like, literally, life has been set up with the law of attraction and the art of allowing for us to have, like, going back to what you were saying, like, like desire really comes from my heart. Like, what is it that mm -hmm. I really want? I always feel like, I love saying like, you know, if that is what you want, like God put that in your, how, whatever your spirit wants, put it in your heart. Like mm -hmm. you're meant to have it. Like, it's okay. Mm -hmm. If yeah. it's something you really want, you, like there's a way for you to be, do, or have it. Yeah. Like, I think that's beautiful. You don't, it's not that whether you have to be worthy or you have to work hard. No. It, we'll see how it's going to happen. But if that's what yeah. you really want, you can be, do, or have it. Yeah. And But how do we, like... But I, I with, without even thinking about it a lot of times, I will say things again that I learned and repeated over and over again in my head yeah. as a young person. 
and I will say things. I, I said something the other night to you. What? Oh, shit. Okay, so we didn't even talk about this. So y'all, Colin and I went to a NHL game in Anaheim. I took the train up and um and Colin drove down and Gabe and his girlfriend Jen joined us because she lives nearby and we met at the Honda Center. We watched uh, the Ducks play Calgary. What's the Calgary's team's name? The Flames. The Flames. We watched the Ducks and the Flames play national and it was awesome. But the band, there was a band performing film at speed. Yeah. yeah film speed great band um and oh the, one of the songs that they played during like the breaks of the game um i told con like oh my god i really like this song i like the beat out of the sound and i'm like i'm gonna have to buy it oh that was it <laughs> wow you have a great memory yeah and i said nobody buys music anymore but you know, you can you can get it on. And I and I felt and, that, and then at that point I felt about this big, like you know, two oh. inches, like. Oh, I'm sorry. I buy music, but no one else. You know, whatever. And yeah. then, um, and then you quickly. Yeah, it was immediate. Quickly. That's the only, that's the only thing I'm proud of. <laughs> yeah, you quickly said. Yeah. What did you say? I don't remember. I just remember that I caught it and I said, oh, I just did a thing where I like spoke against my own vision or something like that. Making I, money. I, Somebody I, paying me, paying yeah. for my, like basically yeah. you were saying like, oh my God, I just spoke against someone Which not giving an that, artist money for I mean, I their need, music. I need to issue on this. I mean, I don't, I don't know how much Red Treasure fan, uh, co-creation station listener watcher overlap <laughs> there is but I'll, I'll do a blanket apology anyway because um many many red treasure fans have bought our albums like not just i have i have your music like yes i can get it on amazon music yes however you know back when the ep came out i bought yeah. no um, and also yeah. for the for the record pun intended um <laughs> many red treasure fans have have asked slash begged me to create uh for us to create physical cds or physical vinyl records which oh we just, really we just yes. haven't been able to do it for financial yeah. reasons but yeah, yeah. you know that there's plenty of people that have been willing and want to buy our music so for me to say that is just like and so it's just like i've lived through how it's not true and yet because <laughs> i just it was a belief that i thought over and over again it just like you said well, something and bam it was out of my mouth yeah, like yeah 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 so that is one example of how <laughs> we speak against what we want yeah. and how it doesn't yeah. serve. And so I even in the moment was like, wow, Colin, you caught that really quick. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, I said it, but yeah, you're right. Okay. You know, at least that was the good thing about it. Yeah. But how many times, you know, I, you're so sweet. <laughs> Especially when you and I were working together as coach and, and client, um, there would be times when we would just be hanging out as friends and I would say something. You're like, you're my coach. I don't think Coach Stephanie should be saying like, that. Oh, like, the, uh, the art like, of allowing a life like, coach thinks she can't do it. You'd be like, oh. Oh, and it was great. <laughs> it was great because I don't have a lot of people in my life who yeah. will call, you know what I mean? And so I was like, oh. I was like, you're, I was like, oh, he's right. Like, oh my God. But yeah. so it's with certain things, it just, it's automatic. Like that was automatic for you to yeah. just say that, you know, but, and you were like, so sweet. You're like, 
well, and I think because I'm with you, I caught it so quickly. Yeah. Well, it just sounded very different. Yeah. Like it just, it stood out because normally in our coaching sessions, you're just, that's one of the reasons why I used you as a coach and why you're so wonderful. It's like you helped me like within one, one thing I loved about our coaching sessions is within the confines of those one hour sessions, I was not allowed to say things like, and I don't mean that you were like harshly whatever, but it, I just understood very I didn't on. feed in to yeah, that because exactly. someone else if you had been at that game with someone else and you had said that yeah. and they had different beliefs about yeah. it they, they would like, have oh, said yeah. right and, yeah. blah, 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 and, you, and then, <laughs> right. and then law yeah. of attraction right kicks in because after yeah. saying something for 16 seconds another um thought will come to us because it's law of attraction is responding to whatever i'm thinking feeling saying yeah. um and I've tried to tell this horrible story to a friend when I was, I was listening to Abraham and they were talking about 15 seconds or whatever, six, and I told her, okay, I have 17 seconds to tell you a story and yeah. then I have to stop. And so I set my watch and I didn't even get out the gate. And I'm like, Frank, I can't, okay, I'm not going to tell you this story because a lot of attraction is going to respond. No, I timed myself. I and then I was watching and the alarm went off after 17 seconds and I hadn't even begun to tell, I think I started telling, but I didn't even get to the juicy stuff. And then I just stopped and we changed this. I changed the subject because I was honoring, um, not sorry. I'm a little confused. You were, you were talking positively or negatively for something. No, it was a bad, it was a, it was, oh, it was negative. negative. Oh, yeah, no, there was, so this... you were catching yourself that at the 17 second mark, if you were yeah. past that, you no, were this was not, this was a negative story. Like that. this is an oh, experience yeah. that I wanted to share yeah. with her, but I was going to honor the 17 second rule. Yeah. And I was curious too, like how, how much into a story can we get as before 17 seconds goes off and law of attraction is going to respond to the story. You know what I would love to talk about next episode is how do we talk? What, what is a good healthy way to talk about experiences that traditionally we view as negative? Because I, I understand that like, if you cannot talk about them, that's a good thing. Mm -hmm. But sometimes like we have like difficult or painful or traumatic experiences that like, you know, they happen and we have the pain or we have the trauma yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And then it's like, but how do you, and we need to communicate it to people we love or yeah, people that care about exactly. us, but how do you communicate it in a way where you don't start this kind of avalanche of like, oh, well, you think that's bad. Then what happened to me? And like, oh, I know well, the whole world, blah, blah, blah. You know, like how you go on this episode. I think that's. Well, you just said it. Like you just said it. What? Oh, and then we go on. It's just like. I think it's noticing oh, like how something time. feels. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the other thing was the believing. And so we didn't really, you know, talk a lot about that, but I feel like we talked about two of those three. Well, Oh, I thought there was only two. What was the final? No, one? there was three. And the only one who needs to believe it is ourselves. The key to manifesting is believing. Yeah, a pinch. And we really didn't go into great detail about how we, we did a, great, a good example about how we speak against ourselves. Yes. Yeah. My example. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. On that Wednesday was, night. Yeah. Yeah. Which, <laughs> which was perfect. Okay. Yes. I'm going to be quiet now. No, it's all right. I just, I want to make sure we covered the topic, but I think we did. Um, okay. Well, thank you so much uh, for listening and watching this week. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Um, we want to thank you again for liking, following, subscribing to us and giving us a review. Um, all of these things help us uh, 
reach other people. So we're really grateful to you for that. If people want to find you somewhere and get more information about you, Stephanie, where can um, they do that? Fabulous web, powerenjoy.com, P-O-W-E-R-I-N-J-O-Y.com. And also on Instagram, same name. And you can always, uh, as long as you're not listening to this 100 years in the future, um, <laughs> but who knows? Maybe 100 years in the future, there's like an Android me that's also keeping my Instagram going. Uh, but in the, in the 21st century, at least, uh, my Instagram, which you can follow me on and write me a direct message, is at Colin underscore Daniels underscore Worcester. Colin has two L's and Worcester is W-O-R-S-T-E-R. Thank you so much for listening and watching. Once again, we wish all of you a happy, love-filled, abundance-filled week. And we will see you next time on the next episode of Co-Creation Station. Bye, everybody. Bye.